0: Hello and welcome to Body Beyond the Scales, the podcast that helps you get stronger and more confident in your body through building better habits. If you've got 90 seconds, then take the healthy habits quiz. This will help you improve your habits and find the easiest next steps rather than overhauling your life to start making sustainable change to your health and fitness. The link is in the show notes. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Body Beyond the Scales. Today I'm going to be talking all about three ways that I use to track physical progress, whether that's on myself, whether that's on someone on the team, but here are three ways that I use and how to use them all in conjunction to get the best results for your body and also to keep your mindset in a good place when it comes to each of them. So um, the scales are often thought of as the first way and the the only way to track your physical progress. We're all like known, like we all know that you like, you know, you've just lost a pound, you've lost this, you've lost that. um, And you know, the, the infamy of a living world group of celebrating losing that first pound that first 10 pounds that first stone or whatever it is but the scales aren't the only way to track your progress and to be honest they're probably not even the best i think they work well when you use them in conjunction with other things but the measurement the way that we use them i don't think is the most productive way inside team HMF, we actually take a three pronged approach. So we use the scales, we use measurements, and we use photos. And we use all three of these metrics together to create the best results. And this is how we kind of like can make sure that you're always making progress without making like kind of like knee jerk reactions. Because that can sometimes happen is that when we see the scale weight go up, we make a knee jerk reaction. And then we end up like kind of like changing everything that we're doing or we end up like basically going, Oh, basically press that big red button, you know, press that fucking button and go, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Because, you know, I've, I've gone out of this, um, like the scale where it's gone up. And that is not the best way to get results. So we want to use this three-pronged approach to make sure that we can actually, you know, we don't make these kind of like jump to the gun conclusions. So um, without further ado, let's talk through each of them. So the scale weight, let's talk about that first, because it does have its uses. Um, even though, you know, like I've just said, it's, it's got its problems, it does have its uses. The thing we want to use the scale for is to look at the trend over time, not the trend overnight. And that's where people get confused, is they wake up one morning, they jump on the scales they see that the number has gone up and that might have gone up because they've had i don't know chinese at the weekend it might come up because you know they've been out for a meal out it might be that they're due on the period and that their scale the scale weight increases and then they panic and it causes them to basically think oh my god it's all going wrong and then they press that big red button but we don't want to do that. We want to look at the trend over time. I'd actually advise jumping on the scales daily if you are going to use them as a uh, like a measurement, um, because the more like kind of data that you have, the better you can take the average from them. Because we're collecting all this data in, you've got to imagine you're a little scientist, we're collecting all this data in when it comes to the scales, and we're going to look at that trend over time. So if you can look at how your weight fluctuates across the space of a month, across the space of three months, across the space of a year, that's going to give you a good idea of what's actually happening, rather than this kind of like this one-off measurement that doesn't give you anything it doesn't give you context it doesn't give you like any structure on like what's actually working and what's not because that could be a high day it could be a low day it could be an in-betweeny day like we don't have that data so we want to see what it looks like in context and that's why we want to keep it like as much data as possible so getting those daily measurements in so that we can see those daily fluctuations it also means that you are I tend to find that people get a better relationship with the scales the more that they weigh in because they actually start to see the over time fluctuations are normal it's normal to go up it's normal to go back down we're looking to see what happens with the pattern is that line going down is that line going like is it staying round about at that maintenance or is that line going up that's the pitch that we're after painting and that's the scales. The next thing that we can use is measurements. Now, measurements, see that's using your little tape measure, you know, like the old sewing ones, like those ones, you can pop it around your waist, your hips, your thighs, your chest, your arms, and all of these will give you really good measurements. And it will give you a good idea of kind of like where like basically where you're holding on to the most body fat right now. And that's okay. Like we can use that and go like, let, let's see what's going on here. Have we lost weight off your waist? Have we lost weight off, you know, your hips? And you can use these as measures of progress because they can show you what's going on with your body. Now, again, Again, like the uh, like the med- uh, like the scale weight they're going to have like fluctuations within there as well. Um you're going to find that one week say so you're doing your period you might find that your waist and your hips are ever so slightly more bloated because you're holding on to a little bit more water. And again that's okay. But it's about kind of like looking at this trend over time rather than looking at it kind of like overnight or that week to week basis. But these measurements will just give you another bit of the picture. Because say, for example, the scale weight has gone up, but your measurements have gone down, you know, you haven't necessarily put on fat, you can just say, actually, do you know what, my body is changing shape, I'm probably just holding on to a little bit of water somewhere, because the measurements are going down, I am moving in the right direction for weight loss. And that's what they're really, really useful for. They provide that kind of like secondary measurement to go, what's going on there? And they provide a little bit more of a picture, a bit more of like context, basically. Um, if we look at areas like your waist, your hips, your thighs, your chest, and your arms, this is where women tend to hold on to body fat as well. So look for changes in these areas, because if you're trying to lose fat, it chances are it's going to come from one of these places. So have a look there. Now we can't spot reduce fat, so you can't just do 100 sit-ups and hope that you'll lose your stomach. That's not how it works. We want to just make sure that we're consistently time like doing everything we're sticking to that calorie deficit and we're being consistent with that movement and that will help you you know your body shape change we can then use that and just go right okay measurements we can see that the waist has gone down and then again if the scale weight doesn't go down it doesn't matter you've got the measurements there telling you a little bit more of the story they're giving you a bit more information building a bit of a bigger picture And that's where we come down to the. um, Actually, just one more thing on those measurements. When you do do it, do it in centimeters rather than doing it in inches, just because you get so much more like uh, like accuracy within it. Because you're like, oh look, this is like you know three inches, but like it's actually you know you want to measure it down to to a t even more if you can so do it in centimeters yeah that brings me on to my final like kind of like prong for uh, measuring things um, and that is photos photos are such a useful thing to use because they really create the picture as a whole like they show you what's happening to your body and these changes because we see our bodies every day we don't see the changes on a day-to-day basis like we get so used to what we look like that actually we're not seeing these kind of like these these little like micro changes we're not seeing your waist nipping we're not seeing like your back muscles that pop out we're not seeing your biceps start to like go show through. We don't see these changes on yourself. You need to kind of like have that like visual kind of thing so you can look at it. And even better if you have another person who is able to look at it as well, to be able to point these things out because we often get drawn to our most in- like insecure areas. I know that when I look at photos of myself, I'm often drawn to areas like my stomach um, and my like basically my stomach and my legs, particularly my stomach though. Um, and that's where my eyes will kind of be drawn to. Um, and I'll be like, yeah, but my stomach looks like this. But actually when I zoom out and I look at my whole body, I can see that there are changes even if it hasn't changed on my stomach. Um, And that's something why it's useful to have another person look at your photos. Um but yeah, but they really do show the journey and they show the visible changes. To anybody that's lost like a substantial amount of weight that's worked like works with me, they've all said the photos are such a useful thing to have because they show you your progress and like you don't think that there's going to be this like use for them at the start, but actually there is like a massive use for them. So they're definitely definitely something I would highly recommend. Um yeah, take them for the visible signs of progress and then start looking out for certain things. So start looking out for more definition, start looking out for more muscle growth, start looking out for less body fat. Like look for all the- changes, start to see the changes for yourself. Because then again, if the scale weight hasn't changed, but your photos are changing, you know your body's moving in the right direction. Um, I've actually had someone over the last few weeks where she the scale weight hasn't really shifted for the last three weeks, but yet her physique has changed massively. So despite the fact that the scale weight hasn't changed, she's still lost body fat, which suggests to me there's something going on internally that's just meaning that that scale weight isn't changing. It doesn't mean she's not in a calorie deficit. It doesn't mean that she's not losing fat. It just means that the scale weight isn't going down. And that's because the scale weight doesn't, and measure body fat; it just measures weight, which is just your relationship between you and gravity, and how you vibe together. So, hopefully, that has all made sense. There are the three measures that I would use when it comes to tracking your physical progress. What you want to do is tie them all together to paint a picture of what's going on, because you are a person as a whole. Like you are a person who. Exists outside of your scale weight. You're not defined by the scale weight. It's just a semi part of the progress picture that you might choose to build. You don't even have to use that if you don't want to. But I think a three pronged approach using all three of these can just show us a better picture of what progress looks like for you. Um, if you found this episode useful, then please, please, please give me a rating or review. Well, give me give, give the show um, a rating or review. Um, and it's so helpful and it just helps other people find us um, and just yeah, share the message where where it needs to be shared. Uh, but otherwise, have an absolutely fantastic day and uh, looking forward to seeing that five-star rating coming through.